Welcome to Jonas and Kovner's Healthcare Delivery in the United States, 12th edition, Chapter 15 podcast, The Future of Healthcare Delivery and Health Policy. This chapter was written by Dr. James R. Nickman and Dr. Brian L. Bell. Dr. James R. Nickman is the Robert Durzen Chair in Public and Health Affairs at New York University with joint appointments at the NYU Wagner School of Public Service and at NYU Langone Medical School's Department of Population Health. Dr. Brian Elbell is an Associate Professor of Population Health and Health Policy at the New York University School of Medicine, where he heads the section on health choice, policy, and evaluation within the Department of Population Health and the NYU Wagner Graduate School of Public Service. Have you ever Skyped your doctor? Would you? Telemedicine, the practice of diagnosing and treating patients remotely using secure communication technology, may be about to take a giant leap forward in popularity as more large employers are offering their workers insurance coverage for this option. About 75% of large companies already offer this benefit, according to the Kaiser Family Foundation, and about half the companies in a recent National Business Group of Health survey said that finding virtual health solutions for their millions of workers is now a top priority. Telemedicine offers a number of benefits. Patients can make appointments, upload pictures of symptoms, consult the doctor for 10 or 15 minutes, and pick up an e-prescription at their local pharmacy. While employees' co-pays can range between $15 and $30, some employers cover the cost in full, hoping to encourage more people to use the service for convenience and cost savings. Research by Merck, the pharmaceutical company, suggests that, not surprisingly, Lower fees for telemedicine correlate with higher use rates. The most appropriate reasons to Skype your doctor are routine complaints, such as allergies, a cold or flu, or a skin or eye irritation. Other effective applications are for counseling and behavioral medicine, practices that rely on talk therapy rather than physical proximity. But despite its advantages, in 2016, telemedicine was used by only 1% of employees covered by large employers' health plans. Many people are unfamiliar with the way it works, and most continue to call their doctor's office or even visit the emergency room from habit. That statistic might be about to change, however. The advent of telemedicine is just one of the innovations discussed in this concluding chapter of the book. The authors describe six forces shaping the future of the U.S. healthcare system. Advancing medical know-how and emerging technologies like artificial intelligence are the first. These are expected to make possible, for example, universal vaccines for flu and personalized medicine based on information from a patient's own genome. A second force is growing income disparities that will force us as a society to make difficult choices about how widely we can adopt medical innovations, especially those that are prevention-oriented. The adoption of healthier lifestyles is the third force, shaped by a stream of research on population health and the social determinants of health and life expectancy. Fourth is the relentless aging of the U.S. population. More than 20% of us will be over 65 by about 2030. The nation must develop a plan to meet the special needs of this older population, including life-expanding and end-of-life services. The fifth factor shaping the future is a long list of ways in which the organization of healthcare delivery is already changing. Integration and consolidation of services like long-term care, physician practices, outpatient surgery, and even insurance may well continue, and their impact on health outcomes is yet unknown. 
Finally, disruptive innovations like telemedicine will continue. Other new ideas include apps for managing chronic conditions, insurance companies that focus on prevention, and drug companies dedicated to developing medicines needed by very small groups of people. Challenges to be faced in the future include healthcare financing, methods of providing insurance, the need to broaden access to healthy options, the continuing upward trend of healthcare costs, and finally, the push to improve quality, outcomes, and patient experiences. As the authors note, these challenges call for a core group of thoughtful healthcare leaders, well-trained and highly motivated, to bring change and innovation to the U.S. health system. Will you be among them? To find out more about the use of telemedicine, see Take Two and Skype Me in the Morning, All Covered, by Ann Carnes. The article appeared in the New York Times on October 13th, 2018. This chapter podcast for Jonas and Kovner's Healthcare Delivery in the United States, 12th edition, is copyrighted by Springer Publishing Company, LLC. All rights reserved.